once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, the fierce and tangy 230 of this podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan, the porcelain party 380 of this podcast. <laughs> and I'm your also host, Kevin, the audacious asphalt 390 of this podcast. <laughs> now... What what line of of nail polish was this, Jordan? This is this is uh, Maybelline's Color Show Nail Lacquer. It's not, not nail, nail polish, all right. Not nail polish. Oh, sorry, sorry, I misspoke. Um, so Do if you want to look any of those up, uh, like thankfully we we gave you the the number and everything. You can go to your local Macy's or whatever. And find I those. really want to know the difference, though. Well, hold on. Uh, I missed. <laughs> I missed the. <laughs> There's a denim collection to the color show nail lacquer. Oh, oh shoot, where is it? Um, mine actually it. is um is also a deterrent to nail biting. Uh, it's just so fierce and tangy. Uh-huh. If if kids go at them, that's like, ooh, wow, that's not that's not something I want on my flavor palette. Mine, uh, <laughs> if if for some reason like there's a pothole or something, you can pave over it with your nail polish, with your nail <laughs> lacquer. Mine is some type of party involving toilets <laughs> oh, i was gonna say like i don't know maybe like a tupperware party only with porcelain tupperware they make that i guess that would just be dishes porcelain party no it's where it's where women get together and they sell each other toilets oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah that makes sense yeah and, and the the person who organizes it has to lug a bunch of toilets somewhere no i thought no the person who organizes it is it, they get a free bidet as part of the deal right <laughs> I actually recently learned that their um, toilets, the way they're shaped, are for are designed for men. Like ideally, women's toilets would be at like an angle. No, that's ideally, all. everybody would be using a squat toilet. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. We have so much to learn. Ideally, yeah. <clears throat> we don't use toilets at all. We just step out into nature, drop trow, and let loose the dogs of war. Well, supposedly, <laughs> like, is, is that what you call it? Is that right? Uh-huh. Yeah, let out your dog, man. Uh-huh, yeah, okay. <laughs> let loose the dogs of war, man. Uh-huh. So that's what... <laughs> we're what actually those... aiming for optimal efficiency. Is There's that what those wasting. Roman emperors were talking about? And like, we're going to let loose the dogs of war on the barbarians. Kevin, Kevin you know from our extended history that I have a, a numerous amount of clever ways to say I'm going to go take a dump. Well, well, we got uh, uh, taking that, care of business and working overtime. That is that is the top one. Because taking care of business that. is when you pee, and working overtime is when you taking a dump as well. Because yeah. yeah. honestly, when you're taking a dump, you're, you're always pee. pee at the same time. Yeah, you always pee. Hey, by the way, do we have any listeners <laughs> who, who still who have braved through this this ten minute no, overture on pooping? It's just the three of us now. So yeah, all right, yeah. good. We'll have a little fireside <laughs> chat here. We're just hanging out. All right, let's start. <laughs> All right, so as you oh, probably Oh, by the way, hold on, hold on. Uh, the actual quote from Ju- William Shakespeare's Julius Caesar is, let's slip the dogs of war. So oh, that's even be, better. Be careful, because <laughs> it, it might come in an inopportune time. Yeah, you're going to want to be make sure you're in the proper setting for that. All right, so as you've probably gathered, this is a versus and would-you-rather podcast where we take questions submitted by you, 
the listener and hash them out here on the show. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from Aaron Reach. Thank you, Aaron, who wants to know, would you rather live in the land of Oz or Narnia? Go. So this is talking about the television show Oz, right? Yes. So it's just a lot of like people getting shanked and, and uh, you know, trying to, to to buy people with cigarettes and stuff like that. I was under the impression that the show Oz took place in a prison in the in the land in of the Oz. land of Oz. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's accurate. Um, there were a lot of political prisoners that uh, the wizard put down. Um, you know, he he did away with habeas corpus about two seconds into his reign of Oz. So yeah, it it fits. Um, well. Bad news for Oz, there's people hanging themselves all over all over the place in the forest. So Oh yeah, that's true. Be prepared to just like, oh, I'm gonna take my children for a nice Sunday so Oh gosh! There's a dead man. Isn't that an urban legend? Yeah, it is. It's like it's like cabling or something, but it's not as <laughs> so funny. So you're gonna to be have like, to live in a land where there are urban legends. Where there are loose cables and that's dangerous. So I You're no. also gonna get apples thrown at you. Yeah, that's gonna be, you're going to get apples thrown at you. There's like uh, one on. road in the entire thing. You know there's going to be traffic. Shoot, during, during also, let's bear in mind. Good point. Uh, let's bear in mind which Oz this is referring to was not which, Well, which of the Oz. West, which of the this East, could have good been, witch, bad witch. This could have been Return to Oz. We could have to oh, deal with fair. wheelies. Or what they were called? Wheelies? It yeah, be, wheelies. It could be the whiz, and you could enjoy the, the stylings of Michael Jackson. <laughs> knees on down, knees on down the road. Wow, have you watched that? Uh, no, but George and Jordan <laughs> would sing it, like, daily. Junior George year. Hampy of GeorgeHampy.com. George Hampy of GeorgeHampy.com and Jordan Bennis of PNC Bank. Claims to listen <laughs> to this podcast, and... Uh, he did go to the live show, though. That's true, he, yeah, he did. Well, yeah. well, yeah, George Hampy didn't. Um, no, George, yeah, George also no, claims George to have gone to the last listen. show. Uh, George said he did because he said he listened to a recent episode and then texted me and said, "Hey, you jerk! I listened to the podcast." <laughs> to which him, I was what, like, two years." To which I was like, "I don't know which episode he listened to because I, I don't remember saying it in a recent episode." But hey, George, if you are listening to this episode. You text me saying, "Hey, I listened to this episode." Episode because 95. until you until you do, I do not believe you actually listen to this podcast. Yeah, but everyone else, just go watch some from some One Tree Hill reruns if you want to know who we're talking about, um, <laughs> or so- uh, Canadian Lady Speedstick commercials. That's yeah. right. Um, just search uh, "Lady Speedstick Tattoo" and you'll be able to find it. Um, um, so, would you rather have flying monkeys or or? flying gods that are also lions is, is another good question oh narnia yeah because flying monkeys are going to be uh. a hassle but like i feel like there's so many unnatural creatures in narnia you're never going to be able to keep track of them all like, uh, you know so- what the greatest of creatures in narnia is puddle glum love uh my main man reap cheap oh yeah you're gonna oh, have oh that's mice. right what's his face I don't know. Considering how many mice Simon Kevin Cowell and I have been killing in our house yeah, recently, uh, in our in our opening discussions uh, for this podcast, we found out that Tyler has purchased a mouse trap on Sunday. not just a mouse trap, an, a, a mouse house. electric death trap. Yeah, a murder, an electric, an electric death death murder trap house. for mice. 
He purchased it on Sunday, and five days later, he has already killed nine mice with it. Hey, nine mice, five days. Yeah, that's Tyler, my you favorite need, YouTube video. You need to start a list. That's true. I should be naming them. Um. Oh wow, we're really meandering around this. Question. Oh shoot. Okay. Well, let's look at entrance strategies. Uh, to get into Narnia, you gotta buy. A British wardrobe from World War Two, or so find good it, freaking. You're just luck. gonna have to start touring castles and you know, <laughs> like sneaking around old men with wireframe glasses until you find until you find their closet uh, and then just hang Kevin, out there for a while. Uh, that entry is eminently safer than waiting for a tornado to hit your house and almost kill you. But oh. but to be fair, all you got to do is go to freaking Kansas or Oklahoma or Missouri, and then you're gonna have one about once once a quarter. So, um, well, it's really low risk in either of these because in both scenarios, like nobody's aging. Like there's oh well, maybe time was passing during Wizard of Oz. Wasn't she like in a coma or something? Uh, yeah, she was oh, in a coma. Yeah. Um, James well, Franco no, aged it... into the guy. That's in the the first. Well, movie. so did the I kids thought, in Narnia, but when they came back, they were young again. But I thought that it turned out in Wizard of Oz that Tyler Durden was Dorothy. Oh yeah, Tyler Durden was Dorothy the whole time. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, that's uh in Narnia, like you're gonna be expected to fight wars. That's going to be harsh. It's yeah, but yeah. Sick House like, Wars, what those point, wars were What point awesome. are we coming into and Narnia here? Like, are we coming in, you know, always always winter, never Christmas? Because that's going to be harsh. Yeah, and, and Santa Claus doesn't exist and said he's replaced by an imposter named Father Christmas. Yeah, he's re- replaced by Ruprecht, yeah, the evil FC. Santa Claus. Um, that's true. Well, I mean, that's a good point because there's basically... In in Narnia, you got about seven books worth of time period that you can jump in on, and some of those are pretty dicey. Like uh, what Prince Caspian, where there's like a bunch of Middle Eastern people running around sabering people. That's a horse and his boy. Oh my bad, a horse and his Prince, boy. Prince Caspian um, is the one where there's like no, that's the silver chair. I was gonna say that's the one with the silver chair. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you nailed it. <laughs> um, but basically in in Oz, you have three time periods. You have uh, James Franco, and okay. then you have uh, uh, after James Franco, so a, uh, AJF. Um, so, uh, <laughs> and then you wicked. have yeah. Th- then you have um, oh frick. Well, that then you oh no. Yeah, but you're gonna have people no. wandering right, wicked singing so about one short day in the Emerald Oz, City. You'll be able to. You'll be defying gravity. That's true. Uh, you'll have been changed for the better. I have been changed for good. But you are going to be able to hang out with the Cowardly Lion. You're going to get the Tin Man on your side, Scarecrow. That's going to be cool. Hey, um, can we just, can we real talk for a second? All those people are super lame. What? Uh, Tin Man doesn't have a freaking heart. That's so true. So good luck. Like, <laughs> how come he never had a heart? How come he didn't just like... Go up to people and be like, hey, I'm going to chop this dude in half. I don't have a heart. Yeah, I do I have, have an axe. Compassion. Kevin, Oz never did give nothing to the Tin Man that he didn't, he didn't, didn't, he already, didn't already have. have. Didn't never give it. What? Was that a Jackson Brown song? I think it was a Jackson Pollock song. Oh, no, yeah, it was an America song. Really? Yeah. I just wanted it was Jackson Brown. 
and Wait, America the Beautiful? The reason for the evening of the Tropic of Sir Galahad. Uh, but in Narnia, you're going to have to deal with, like, this Christ figure having to go get, like, a haircut at the pet shop. And it's, it's that's all, that's, that's going to be weird. You're going to have Tilda Swinton as the White Witch. Uh, I it, thought it was, was Julie it, Andrews. Was it Conan O'Brien? I don't know. There's also a chance that you might get turned to stone in Narnia. Like, I don't want to get stoned. Uh, I want to get stoned. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Who who was it that originally wrote The Wizard of Oz? Frank L. Baum. Frank L. Baum. He was the Frank. bomb. He was the bomb. <laughs> the bomber. <laughs> Man, bomber. Uh, that guy. Like, there's no way that guy was sober. Kevin, we didn't discuss the death of Pagoda on uh, the podcast yet. What? Was he in Wizard of Oz? No, but when we were talking about the bomber there. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you hear that Pagoda passed? The actor uh, or the character? Yeah, the the, the actor Well, passed both. Away. Oh, man. It's tragic. I loved that guy. I know. But what if you Wes think Anderson about Oz, do? really, you're going to have this wizard, like, Who's not even a wizard, just some dude, like, telling you to arbitrarily go around and kill people. Like, maybe they deserved it, but also, it's, like, he's pretty intense about it. And he fully plans on not rewarding them at all. He just asks them to leave. Like, it's only after they call him on his bluff that he's like, oh, let me give you all these gifts to get you to ignore the fact that I just had you murder someone. Like, he's not exactly an admirable person. Well, that and... Look, compare costumes, because, like, in Narnia, you get, like, sweet armor, or, like, maybe you're a freaking centaur, and you can just gallop around nude all over the place. And, oh, and Turkish Delight. Yeah, and Turkish Delight. Um, that's my favorite color of nail polish, by the way. <laughs> 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 uh, it's the color of British school children. Um, but in freaking Wizard of Oz, like everything's all coked out, and like you're you're either like in a gr- green like Technicolor suit if you're guarding the wizard, or you're like a Munchkin and your clothes are too small. Like nobody has clothes. Nobody's ever watched the Wizard of Oz and been like, "Oh man, I gotta wear that." Mm, that's true. It's all pretty garish. Like everything, like. The first whole first season of What Not to Wear was just like people wearing stuff from Wizard of Oz, and they're like, "No, don't do that. Please <laughs> stop. Go- please stop, stop going to these no. these costume auctions. Please stop it." Advantage, the land of Oz. You can bring your pet there, and then when you bring them back, they will be transformed into an awesome '80s rock band. Oh, <laughs> wait. Oh, I don't know what that is. That was a Toto, joke. man. God bless the rains down in Africa. <laughs> I forgot that they were the ones who did that. All right, <laughs> we need to take a vote on this. Uh, Jordan, what you going with? Um, Oz for Africa. <laughs> Jordan misses the rains down in Africa. <laughs> Kevin, you know I'm I'm going with Narnia. Because the first book had guinea pigs in it, and I lo- and I had guinea pigs as a child, and I was like, oh, somebody else actually, because like nobody else when I was a child had guinea pigs, and I was like, am I the only one? You and were the like, guinea pig. Oh no, C.S. You were the Lewis. test subject for whether or not. Wait, guinea who pigs else were had guinea pigs? Pack. 
in Magician's Nephew, the magician did. Oh, did he? Yeah, he put all the guinea pigs in all the different worlds and stuff, and he was like, hey, go for be fruitful and multiply. That's and multiple multiple world theory. Yeah, sorry, that that's um that's uh, Magician's Nephew string theory. Uh, there's a lot of different interpretations of, <laughs> of how many guinea pigs there really are. Right. Um, uh, some people say there's only one, and his name is Jet Li. And I am going to go ahead with Narnia because it's a good point. I would much rather have a sweet sword than a pair of ruby slippers. So thank you so much for your question, Aaron. And next time you have to choose between the Land of Oz or Narnia, go ahead with Narnia. You're going to be glad you did. That was almost like a thank you for joining us. Like yeah, well, you, you sometimes you I almost get into slipped into of that. inflection. Uh, our next question comes to us from Enrico Suavez. Suavez, Enrico Suavez, Sherbin Sherbert, who wants to know who would win an epic duel between Harrison Ford's Han Solo and Clint Eastwood's Blondie from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Go. Now they mean Clint Eastwood's. Uh, Bloundy, what? Bloundy, what? Bloundy? His Clint Eastwood's Bloundy when, when he played right? a clown in, in, <laughs> the, in a blender. The funny. <laughs> um, His classic character, Bloundy. They're talking about they're talking about the uh, the brownie knockoff, right? Yes. Okay. Speaking of blondies, I was going to bring this up regardless, but I'm glad Kevin did. Uh, <laughs> my mom last weekend made peanut butter bacon blondies. And they are to die Hold for. Up. They're Hold so up. good. What's the deal with putting bacon in dessert? Is that... What's the deal? Does it well, taste you get, good? You, you get, got, some, you get of some of that, that salty savory. You get some of that umami salty into your Ooh. sweet, delicious dessert. That's what that. I say when my mom gets baked goods. Ooh, Ooh mommy. mommy. Ooh, I hear <laughs> that a lot in my neighborhood. Ooh, um, mommy. Hey, papi. Um, so... Ooh, mama. I had uh, maple bacon donuts the other day, and they were delightful. Um, well, Han Solo, the, it's really to argue whether or not he would win. Is He's going to shoot ages first. because, well, it's always going to be that argument of who shot first. Right. But then, I guess George Lucas is the one who decided this argument. More like Han- George Pucas, am I right? <laughs> Han Solo will have shot first. Right. So, so that's I'm it. Glad, but the Bundy will probably the have. Will probably have uh, drained the power cartridges out of his blaster before then. What do blasters run on? Uh, Android. Like double double A's, triple A's. Yeah, Android. Android Kit Kat. Yeah. Ooh, I need to switch to that. By the way. Oh, I upgraded, man. It's great. Did you? Is it dynamite? Well, it's, no. It's a, it's, it's Napoleon a dynamite. Uh. Well. <laughs> is that an actual? That would be a great classification for how great things are. Man, it's not just dynamite. It's Napoleon dynamite. <laughs> I mean, Hansel has a spaceship and Clint Eastwood has a horse. Well, um... Can I just say I'm glad Enrico specified Han Solo from Star Wars so that it didn't it didn't leave room for Han Solo from the Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> the, the Korean... Uh, hero oh, of Fast well if and it was tokyo drift if it was that's going to bring up all kinds of issues for blondie because he'll spend the first half of the duel talking about how much he hates um what is it koreans vietnamese see no he won't though he says like 
This has like 10 words in the entire trilogy. <laughs> That's true. He's mostly he's mostly just going to grimace. He's and mostly by the way, just going to be piling around with grimace. Those first two mo- movies ripped off of Japanese movies that are way better. What, the first two Good, the Bad, and the Uglies? No, the first two uh, Fistful of Dollars and A Few Dollars More. Which one was A Few Dollars More ripping off? Uh, I believe... Well, the first one was Yojimbo, and right. the second was something else. What's the third, like, Ed plus some change? Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's your change. No, the third is it's five the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, which is original and is the best one in the series. Anyways, right. So. Have you guys seen the most expensive Korean movie of all time, The Good, the Bad, and the Weird? Yeah, no, yes. I love that movie. Ah, it's fantastic. I was okay with that movie. I liked it a lot. It wasn't The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah, but they had well, like yeah, but it was katanas different. and junk. Man, um, Enter the Critic should uh they should open on that uh esteemed movie. I would actually like to hear their opinion on it. Yeah, our um our sister podcast, brother podcast, Enter the Critic, a film review podcast. Uh, um, they just covered Thor two recently. Yeah, I are they were they left the little Thor? No, they gave it Thor out of five. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, back to this question. Uh. Han Solo is gonna have Han Solo is gonna have no, a posse. Okay. <laughs> he's gonna have Chewie on his side. He's gonna have the crossbow. He's gonna have Luke. He's gonna have Leia. He's gonna have a pair of androgynous droids. He's gonna have all all kinds of people like fighting for him. Uh, whereas Blondie, you know, he's gonna maybe have a partnership for a little while, and then that uh, person's he'll, he'll gonna team, be. He'll have Tuco. Well, Tuco, were were they? They weren't even working together at that point. Oh, they like he, were. Was, he was pitted against him. I think it was the Mexican standoff. There was the three of them. But they were on a team. They they went through that town full of angel eyes uh, henchmen and took out all of them. It's true. Well, Blondie, one thing is that he's not going to be susceptible to any of Han Solo's charm. Like, I think that's the reason that most people fold to Solo, because he just kind of smarms them up. And they're like, oh, you... You lovable rogue, and then he shoots first. Um. Okay, hold up. So, Blondie's friend is kind of a goofy, you know, shoot him up uh, Mexican guy. Uh, yes, Han Solo's ugly. best friend is freaking uh, Lando Calrissian, smoothest oh, man in the solar hold on. system. Chewbacca is his best friend. Well, second best friend. Lando is his best human friend. Although they were, they were when they reunited, it did not feel so good. But look, I don't mean, worry, we won't ma- give any Star Wars spoiler alerts. Billy D. Williams works every time. Yeah. So you know he, he's going to have that Colt uh, Colt rifle. Yeah, and he's going to have forty five bullets for it. Um, I can we just I, can we can we compare? Like I think a tire would have a big part in the duel. A tire? Yeah. Who's, like just rolling across a like a tumbleweed. Yeah. <laughs> no, like no. That, that weird movie. Han Solo's got that. Oh, a tire! Vest. Like things that people wear. Yeah. Like <laughs> okay. clothing. Han Solo's got that vest. Yeah. And Blondie's got a poncho. Yeah. So. Which... I think Ponchos Blondie has. Rad. Tool pi- also has... dual pistols too like right han solo's just got the one well han so solo numbered in that regard is well, you gotta remember right you gotta remember clint eastwood's blondie is the man with no name so it's really he's in 
not just the good, the bad, and the ugly. He's also he's also in uh, in Fistful of Dollars. So you know what's going to happen is in this duel, uh, Man with No Name is going to step out with a, a very shiny mirror on, and Han's going to try and shoot him, and the mirror is going to just reflect the laser back at Han. Uh-huh. No, you're is. thinking you're thinking of um Back to the Future 3 when uh either Marty McFly or Doc, I forget who exactly gets in the duel, comes out with a boilerplate. Yeah, on because they shirt. were referencing <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure it's the other way around, Jordan. <laughs> um and then it's it was in a fistful of dollars that Clint Eastwood hops on a pink hoverboard and and boards a train. You know what um, though? A flying train. Han Solo is going to keep insisting that uh that the man with no names pistols belong in a museum so he's gonna be trying oh, to yeah. take them and so that, i mean let's compare transportation here han solo is going to be rolling around in the millennium falcon um blondie is either going to be showing up on a horse or a gran torino hey remember when i made that point like five minutes ago really yeah but yeah. <laughs> he'll be on a horse with no name oh, yeah, oh right the and he'll be walking no through the desert on a yes. horse with no name. Right. It felt good to be out of the rain. Exactly. In uh, the desert, you can't up, remember though. your name. That's why he's a man with no name. This it, is our America episode. Un- <laughs> undoubtedly, the duel will come down to uh, they're both going to they're gonna be chasing each other, right? And so they're both going to come to the point where they both have to make the Kessel Run against each other. Oh, yeah. And who's made the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs? Yeah, but don't you think Blondie could make it maybe ten parsecs? We'd have to maybe see. a comparable amount of parsecs is what you're saying. Yeah, isn't a parsec a unit of distance? <laughs> well, that's all right. <laughs> Let's go ahead and vote on this, Kevin. What are you going with? Um, I am going. Oh frick! Uh, I am going to go with Han Solo because the dual music that they're both bringing to the table. Uh, Hansel is going to be bringing John Williams. Duel of uh, the Fates. Right, Duel of the Fates. Uh, and uh, Blondie's going to be bringing Ennio Morricone. And Ecstasy I got to go with gold. the J-Will. So mm. I got to go with J-Will. Uh, I'm going to vote for Blondie because one look at the grizzled, chiseled uh, eyes. Fizzled. Zoomed in uh of of clint eastwood's eyes and even han solo's uh will to fight will just Quaff. evaporate you're thinking of the stink eye from five what goes west that's what you're thinking of you're thinking well that again is a reference <laughs> no i'm pretty clint sure you're getting it backwards first. you're thinking of a re- rescuers down under it's not yeah, stink eye. Thinking... it's it's the, the lazy, lazy eye, eye. <laughs> That was um. That was what's his name's final role. Uh, the guy who has the museum, Marty McFly. No, 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 no. Uh, White Burp. Wonderful life. Wonderful life. Jimmy oh, Stewart. Um, Jimmy Stewart was um. White the Burp. Sheriff dog. White yeah, Burp. White Burp. Oh, hello, hey, yeah, here, Powell. You know who played? Uh, you know who played the cat though, right? Who? Motherfucking Dom DeLuise. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, Dom uh, DeLuise. And I am going to go with Star Wars because he's got technology on his side. Like, Blondie is going to be focusing and like, Can I oh, what's change that? My vote it's to the Dom little Dillowies. trainee floaty thing. The <laughs> <laughs> little trainee floaty thing from uh, from the Millennium Falcon and it's shooting you from the side. That's how you win a Mexican standoff. 
So thank you so much for your question. And the next time you have to choose between Clint Eastwood's Blondie or Harrison Ford's Han Solo, go ahead with Dom DeLuise. You're going to be glad you did. Our next question comes to us from Heather Jetski. Uh, thank you so hold much, on, Heather. Hold on. Her name is Heather Jetski? Yeah, it's Heather Jetski. Uh-huh. She actually sent us a very, very nice email saying like, hey, I've been listening to you guys since uh, I heard about you on Bim Bam. Really thrilled you answered my question. Didn't think oh, man, I'm it. glad I'm glad the advertising money is actually brought in. <laughs> is she the first confirmed? No, no, we've no, had, we've like, had, a lot of people we've had at least oh, okay, three other Bim Bam. Hold um, on. Oh, go ahead. But I just want to post. <laughs> I just want to post that picture of Dom DeLuise. Wait, <laughs> which one did you post? Yeah, look at how, look at how he aged horribly. Oh my gosh, he's terrifying. Um, like but, that is a that is a nightmare transformation. Uh, he's a beautiful she, man. Super nice. Her she actually said her name is pronounced Jeski, um, but I'm pretty sure it's actually Jeski. Yeah. So. Thank you so much, Heather, for writing us. We always appreciate it. And if more people could tell us how they hear about the show, uh, that's always great. Helps us to focus our efforts. And if more people could change their last name to modes of aquatic transportation, that would be really great. Like, yeah, we, we need could get like a Chester pontoon boat, maybe. A Jonathan Skidoo. Um, <laughs> I'm changing my name to uh, Jordan Jacuzzi. A Tad Submarine. A Jacuzzi is not a mode of transportation. <laughs> oh, but what if it was? Uh, um, let me just get into my yeah, jacuzzi hold on, hold on. I believe there's a movie on the subject. Oh, wow. Called Hot Tub Time. They do travel through time. Not they do, space, they though. Do. Not space. Just time. Um, but she would like us to settle an argument that her coworkers has, have been having for a while now. And Heather's is, correct. Okay. Uh, Tootsie Pop versus Blow Pop. Ready? Go. Uh, Blow Pop has the advantage that Nobody cares how many licks it takes to the get to the center of the blow pop. I think with a blow pop, it's more socially acceptable to just bite it because <laughs> you want those like those candy crunchies to be mixing in with the gum. But the reason why you want that is because there's nothing there. Like there is the amount of gum inside a blow pop is one pathetic and two like you chew those bad boys for 15 seconds and it's like freaking Bazooka Joe. Like, it just dissolves in your mouth. It reverts back to granulated sugar as soon as it gets out of the uh, the candy coating. It's awful. It's the worst gum. Candy yeah, it melts in your you mouth, know, not in your hand. Of, of all the blow pops I've ever had in my life, I don't think I ever finished them before I got could, to the gum. Jordan, could you describe every blow pop you've ever had in your entire life? If we could just pause could we? Yeah, can we just, like, can that be the rest of the episode? <laughs> Let's start with the first one. All right. The genesis age, of Blow Pops. Age three. Go. I you didn't am... have teeth. <laughs> age three. That's true. I had lost all my teeth already by the age of three. <laughs> it was uh, a very a strange child. medical accident. Well, it was a bold <laughs> choice of your mother to, instead of suckling you, just give you Blow Pop upon Blow Pop. But... Boy, can we never use the word suckling ever again oh, on no, this I'm podcast? I'm a big fan of suckling. Ooh, let's just let's put that one on the old band words. That's list. my favorite that word Pokemon. Suckle. <laughs> um, but it's like, has, has anyone even like ever spit out a piece of blow pop gum? Because it's so in- inconsequential that you uh, you just swallow it. Uh, like, no, it gets stuck in your stomach for seven years. That's a myth. So guess what? If you and then uh, it grows it into a, a watermelon. You just have to closely inspect all your feces, and you'll find the gum there. Yeah. 
As we all do. As Jordan, can as you Jordan every one of your feces since he was three years old. <laughs> now, I've been meaning to bring this up. You I see? haven't looked for it, but there's gotta be. <laughs> did a... they both do this? Tyler, did you and I both do a Bill Cosby? Yes, we did. <laughs> there's gotta be a Reddit where I can go and describe my poops after they happen. Oh God, I hope I hope it, not. It's actually like, I hope there is so that there's a containment for that's those right. Kinds I, of people. I have a distinct desire to have that Reddit. Like, so I could just go in there and just say, man, I just had a dirty bomb. And, you know, uh, who journaled extensively about his bowel movements. Um, friend yeah, of the show, I, I, Shannon gotta Burden, be a subreddit of has that, so. a uh, Twitter at poop musings that is entirely discussions of poop. Louis um, Armstrong journaled extensively about his bowel movements. Did he? Yeah. And I think too much. Yeah, so what wonderful world <laughs> What a wonderful dude. <laughs> Um, so good night, everybody. I, uh, Tootsie Pops, it's a bit more of a unique pairing because, like, once you get through the Tootsie, or <laughs> once you get through the pop to the Tootsie, it's like, oh, I'm going, I'm going sweet, I'm going like fruity, and then like, oh, here's a chocolate chaser. Whereas with Blow Pop, it's just sugar, 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 more sugar. Yeah, if sugar, you sugar, pair a pop, nice sugar, sugar, pop. if you pair a nice uh, Tootsie Pop with like a like a Merlot or. <laughs> Even like a like a Zinfandel, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, See, it's very complimentary. Do you guys actually like Tootsie Rolls? Yes, Tootsie Rolls. I prefer. They're, it's the, like the, chocolate the wax. Things deny what? it. No way. It tastes no, like it's... chocolate wax. No, it's your favorite part of the Fourth of July. Waking parades. up. Uh, Tootsie Rolls are great. I, I frequently ask people just to see their Tootsie Rolls. Um, <laughs> Tootsie Pop, though, you do have to deal with the um the the annoying commercials with the the weird nude boy. Like, is that I, supposed to be Adam in the Garden? Like, is that what the asked, deal is? He's asking the because in some uh, God refuses myths, to tell him how many licks it takes to a Tootsie Pop, so he has to ask all the animals. Yeah, in in the original draft, Satan was an owl. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's and true. that's why everybody hates owls. Yeah, he turned he turned from God. Uh, he just swiveled his head one eighty mm-hmm. degrees. Um, but it's, I, I don't get the chocolate, uh, Tootsie Pops though. The one where it's like chocolate flavored pop with chocolate Tootsie in the middle. Like that's just counterproductive. It's like a lava cake. Yeah. It's well, no, it's not. (laughs) I like how you started to agree with that and you're like, wait a minute. No. It's blow pops. Do they have any like memorable commercials or branding or advertising? Is that it? Is was that their campaign slogan? No, you know what they should do? They should they should redo the whole marketing. Pair up instead of pairing up with with gum bazooka yeah. Joe crap. This, pair up with the memories. folks at pair up at the folks with uh with the folks at Memory Foam. Just have a Memory Foam center, and then you collect up enough of those, you got yourself a mattress. Um, real quick, I would like to say that I googled a uh, blow pop ad, uh. To look to see what kind of advertising blow pops have had, uh, but Google went ahead and completed that as blow pop addiction, oh, and the God. first result is cafemom.com, um, the meeting place for moms, and the topic of the thread is I have an addiction to blow pops. The content is I just can't get enough of them. I do have to stop though because I now have a sore on my tongue. 
No, you, you don't remember the blow pop commercials? It I was just, just people where about the about them putting a sore it? on your tongue? No, no, it's just people blowing bubbles, and it was annoying. No, but they're also playing electronic. Oh no, drums. yes, the kid playing the the synth drums with blow pops. Oh, Shroom that's a blow pop, and it does the the Bill Nye from Charms. You know the the interesting thing about that is that commercial was probably made in like 1982 and yet they were still using it in like 1997 i don't know i think it's kind of charming. how many of those kids do you think have died of heroin overdose <laughs> by now about as many who have died of um a, blow, pop a addiction. blow pop addiction yeah mm-hmm. they just have holes in their tongues um i don't know though is there like uh, one advantage of blow pop, is, as with any lollipop, is that you can use it as a stirrer for for alcoholic beverages. But I don't think there are like fun recipes with either of these. All right, do either of you have strong feelings about this? What's up? No, because I don't like either of them. I would rather have a uh... shoot. What are the pops the banks uh, give out? Banks give out uh, dum dums. Yeah, dum dums. Yeah. Those are yeah, that is my jam. No. But the problem is, as an adult, you can't look, you can't, like, suck on a blow pop or a Tootsie Roll pop or anything without looking like an idiot. Like, oh, hey, everybody, why don't you take me seriously in this business meeting? I'm five years old. Yeah, that's true. The only people, the only time you see adults uh, sucking on lollipops is when you have a flanderized uh, version of an anime that the character was supposed to be smoking and instead, to to make them not be smoking, they're now suddenly chewing lollipops for some reason. Who was the um? Who was the cop who always had a lollipop? Oh, that'd be Kojak. Yeah. Was he was he a Tootsie Pop or a Blow Pop, or was he just? I believe he was like the round disc kind of lollipop. Fun fact: uh, friend of the show, uh, Ryan Skippy Anderson, um, he was actually a lollipop enthusiast. And I came back to the dorm one time, and he had a pack of uh, maple bacon lollipops and also sriracha lollipops, which he argued were delicious. But I, I tried them at one point, and they're pretty awful. Sriracha Don't pops. worry. He had extras. He gave me one. I didn't just like, like hey, give me a suck of that. So, <laughs> all right. We need to take a vote on this. I am going to go ahead and go with Tootsie Pop because blow pops – are infuriating to no end. I would much rather have a piece of real gum and a real lollipop than, like, a halfway, you know, like, just barely enough of both. Kevin? I'm going with uh, Tootsie Roll Pop because I think Kojak had to be uh, sucking on Tootsie Roll Pops uh, because only he could get to the center of such a such a hard 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 ca- case to crack so <laughs> that's that um, was that was the uh story arc of kojak he was uh-huh. really just trying to be trying to solve the case of how many licks to the center of a tootsie pop <laughs> the entire time he's, he's like yeah i caught the murderer but how many licks um also in chile was it worth it <laughs> kojak was so successful that in the 1970s and 1980s the term Kojak became Chilean slang for lollipop and remains so to this day. That is fantastic. Like, I'm just going to start asking people Kojak. for a Kojak every once in a while. Kojak. 
Jordan? Uh, if I have to pick one, I'm going to go with uh, Blow Pop because I really don't like Tootsie Rolls. And so thank you so much for your question. Heather, uh, make sure that you forward all of these <laughs> wise, wise points we've offered onto your coworkers. And when you do, let them know that in the argument of Tootsie Pop versus Blow Pop, the clear winner is Tootsie Pop. And you're going to be glad you did. It's going to lead to so much less tension in the workplace. Our next question comes to us from... Jeffrey Lawton, thank you so much, Jeffrey, who wants to know, who would you rather have as a pet? Airbud or the most valuable primate? Go. <laughs> well, well, I think the first thing uh, that we need to clarify is what sports both of these animals are capable of. Because I know the most valuable primate Started as a hockey player, but later on moved into MVP2, most vertical primate in his skateboarding movie. <laughs> and then MXP, most extreme primate, where I believe where he gets into the octagon, right? I think he's doing motocross. Uh oh. I don't know. I so far. Doing, I thought he was doing MXC. So far, it's just saying he's doing extreme sign language. Uh, I don't, it's not actually explaining any of this. Wait, what did I say? What is the, what is the thing? What is Mixed Marsh MMA? I said MXC, which is the most extreme elimination challenge. Oh, is that still on? I don't think so. Uh, Airbud, on the other hand, I know he plays basketball. Uh, I know he plays volleyball. He plays soccer. He plays, um... Did I say volleyball? I think I said volleyball. But he plays he plays a good number of sports, and then also he's going to be bringing along the Air Buddies. But did you guys, not... did you guys get to watch the latest installment? We haven't talked about it yet. No, it, what's it, it came out. Is direct... it Treasure Buddies? No, uh, direct to DVD in 2013, August 27th arrived. Super Buddies. Let me read you the plot. Oh, the buddies, B-Dog, Butterball, Buddha, Mudbud, and Rosebud, five uh -huh. golden retriever puppies, names. found five magical rings from the planet Inspiron. <laughs> Clearly, Dell seemed to have uh, decided to sponsor this movie. Yeah. Dell the funky homo sapien uh, of Deltron now, 3030 fame. Each ring has given the buddies unique superpowers. B-Dog got super stretch, Butterball got super strength, Buddha got super Wisdom. mind control. <laughs> That's great. That's Rose, right. Rosebud got super speed, and Mudbud got super invisibility. I'm sorry, but every time you say Mudbud, I just think of Mudbutt. Like somebody <laughs> who's like, it's, it's really sweaty and has been fighting diarrhea. That's all right. Every time you say Rosebud, I think of Rosebud. Someone who shoves roses up their butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Classic, classic rose butt. That's right. <laughs> so together, the buddies must use the rings responsibly with the help of Captain K-9. Wait, wait. This is a ripoff of Lord of the Rings. And also Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> In order to stop a power-hungry extraterrestrial warlord named Commander Drex, 
who wanted to take the rings for his own and full dictatorship of Inspiron. The buddy Wait, they soon live on learned... Inspiron now? What? Where's this Inspiron place? I thought they were Earth puppies. It's the Dell headquarters. Um, oh, okay. The buddy soon learned that you don't have to have superpowers to become a superhero. But you do have to be a puppy with superpowers because you need to be able to This talk. is actually, like, I mean, Disney made this, so it makes sense. This is actually the setup to uh, Avengers 3. Oh, uh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The puppy rings are actually the uh, infinity gems that go into the infinity gauntlet, so... Uh, this That's is actually... what you don't know about Thanos. You know what's, that you he know what's actually fun about this movie? Has crammed puppies into his power glove. Yeah, John Ratzenberger is in this movie. Yep, as Marvin Gramps Livingstone. Boy, he must have managed his money very poorly. Because I see that even Cuba Gooding Jr. bowed out of this one, <laughs> and they got also. What happened to Colin Hanks that he is now taking roles like Captain Canine? Um, so when you have Air Bud as a pet, like even if it is the world's smartest dog, you're going to be like, yeah, maybe you win your high school football games. But after you get out of organized sports, you're just going to have these like, but you're going to have these puppies around all the time and they're going to be getting superpowers and they're going to be looking for treasure and they're going to be like talking to you while you have ladies around. And they're going to go to Hollywood. It's going to be crazy. Whereas Wait, this is si- are they sidekicks or teammates? I I don't know. They're they're teen man baby puppies. <laughs> what was the question? Uh or MVP, most valuable primate. Well, now, well, like who hasn't one uh, as a pet, Airbud or MVP? Oh, a, a pet. Okay. Yeah, Air, MVP. Like, who hasn't wanted a pet chimpanzee? That would be awesome. Let alone one that can skateboard and play ice hockey. You know what? Uh, I disagree. I'm always going to have your own Simeon Bash brother. Diaper like, somebody bills messes with you, and he's going to check them. You're always going to be trying to get the monkey off your back. So <laughs> it's like it's not going to be. Good. Plus, um, I don't know if you know about this monkeys. They can rip your face off. Yeah, and I don't mean the movie with Nicholas so, Cage. So he's going to yeah, skateboard they, up to you. He's going to be do a sweet hand plant, and then he's going to tear your. Face they off. Yep. they do not need to take bath salts to have the desire to eat your face off. Yeah, yeah. they don't even need. to And take again, baths, we don't mean the movie them. with Nicholas Cage. But if they did eat my copy of Face Off, I would be pissed because <laughs> that movie's um, dynamite. Uh, most valuable primate though, like he's. I feel like a monkey's harder to take care of than than a dog. Like a dog, you can you know Many just kind of though you have to feed him and walk him. Whereas a primate, like he's gonna try and usurp your power within the home. Um, you know he's gonna be baring his teeth at guests and things like that. He's gonna be throwing feces. It's gonna be a whole to do. Uh, but the he is going to throw. Is is a, is a problem. Although I would say problem. it may be speciesist of me, but I I am more endeared to any animal wearing human clothes than just just a nudist. <laughs> so, can so in the Wikipedia article for MVP Most Valuable Primate, the plot summary starts off with one sentence: "The plot revolves around an ape playing sports," <laughs> and that's really where you could stop. That's the entire that's yep. the entire mm-hmm. conceit of the show. Yes. Oh gosh. I... Wait a minute. Did you guys play any sports growing up? Nope. 
Yeah, soccer. Would you have liked having either a uh, a monkey or a dog on your sports ball team? Like, which do you think would make a better teammate for you, young Kevin, in your soccer glory? Well, um, most valuable primate, no sign language. So we could be um, – if if he and I were on the, the old uh, National Poker Tour or <laughs> the, uh, the World Series of Poker – we could be making all sorts of signs to each other and and rigging the game. So, yes. Uh, and I did I played poker in high school. So, I would watch. Wait, was it an intramural team? Yeah, it was I am poker. Um <laughs> I played in college as well. Um I would watch a show about uh like <laughs> these poker players being foiled by this chimpanzee. Yeah, basically take 21 and replace Kevin Spacey with a chimp. It won't be that different. That would be so good. Um, I feel like... Uh, that was mean. Uh, I'm sorry, Kevin Spacey. You didn't deserve that. I feel like a chimpanzee would make a pretty good goalie because he's going to have those prehensile uh, toes as well. Um, but a dog, like, really, it's like... I don't know. He's just going to be doing some sheep herding stuff. It's going to be like Babe. Um, only a dog instead of a pig. You know what? And also, look... Do do chimps do anything except mock people? Like that's all they do. Yeah, it's just like, hey, I'm gonna wake up in the morning and I'm gonna mock every single thing that I see. Like dogs wake up and they're like, uh, I'm gonna love everything that I see, and then yeah, poop. Or they have a quiet dignity to them. Or right. they bark at everything. Yeah. But oh, monkeys scream. Like I think I'd much rather have barking than screaming. Well, don't ever have kids then. Well, I I. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> All right. Let's take a vote on this. Uh, Jordan, what are you going with? Uh-oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been spending the last five minutes. I've been spending can, the can last Can we just five say minutes. the last 50 episodes? Hold on. This is, this is important. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. I've been spending the last five minutes. Googling, trying to find an answer. Why? Why can't monkeys grow mustaches? And I am <laughs> no, no closer. I am there no are close- ones. What? There are ones. I don't know if they're technically whiskers, but there's definitely monkeys with mustaches. Uh, didn't right. you see Kung Fu Panda? I haven't seen it. Well, an Emperor Tamarin. Look up Emperor Tamarin. Look up Emperor Tamarin's new groove. Oh my gosh! But look at this f- freak. This man, oh, uh, I'm I'm gonna throw up in my mouth. Post uh, the thing. There you go. Go ahead and look at this. Picture. Oh gosh, that's he has disgusting. shaved and colored his beard so it looks like it is a monkey tail extending from his sideburn and wrapping around his mouth. Uh, that's foul. Uh, you sir have drugged the human race to a new low. How much more adorable would monkey <coughs> be though? If you, like, shaved a chimpanzee so that it had a goatee. No! Like, would that be no. terrifying if you, like, act- gave him a good shave so it looked like they had people hair and a mustache? No! Can we all like, agree, like, to like? stop shaving animals? Like, people who, like, shave their dogs so that it looks like they have tufts of fur on their, like, on their legs? Like, like can we stop? Shave As the a- whales. <laughs> Is a human race? Can we just agree not to do that anymore? Um... I don't know. I feel like, uh, what, what, what were we talking about? I had a point. 
What was what was the last thing you said? Monkey versus a weird picture. Air I said, versus... can we stop shaving animals? No, I do. There is a uh, bookstore here in Pittsburgh with a cat that has been shaved to look like a miniature lion, though, and that's pretty fantastic. No, no, that's wrong. That's akin to people who dress their dogs up in tuxedos. Let's which stop. Is, let's stop that. Which, well. if your if your dog is a professional sports baller, you really should be dressing him up in tuxedos. Uh, Kevin, which are you going with? Um. Oh. Oh. Uh. No. Uh. Yep. Airbud. Reasoning. Uh, the pun was better. Seventh inning fetch. <laughs> that is true. Was is it there... better? I mean, so... they committed to their credit. They committed to a pun, except for the first one. To every every movie except for the first one. And I am going to go with MVP Most Valuable Primate because I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but my childhood dream was to be a zookeeper in the monkey section of the zoo. And having a skateboarding chimpanzee best friend is basically every single one of young Tyler's dreams come true, uh, other than being an actual Ninja Turtle. So thank you so much for your question, Jeffrey. And next time you have to choose between Air Bud or... I didn't or... go up there, so Wait, I don't know you what you're about to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You just stalled out. Jordan, what are you going with? Uh, I'm going with Air Bud, because you thought I was voting for Monkey, so now you have to rethink exactly what you were going to say. So thank you so much for joining us, Jeffrey. And next time you have to choose between Airbud or the Did most. Did you say thank primate. you much so much for joining us, Jeffrey? Thank you for to Jeffrey. Oh God, we're done with this podcast. <laughs> thank uh, you for, for your to question playing my game that you asked us over the internet. Uh, if watch an Airbud movie. It's gonna be romantic, and your wife will love it. Um. um so, so thanks, Elizabeth Lawton. Um. But <laughs> thank you all for joining us. Uh, if you would like to send us a question, you can email us at ninjas versus podcast. That's versus vs no period at gmail.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast where we will post funny pictures, videos, um, chat with folks. Uh, it's a grand old time. Uh, right now, our banner is a Jaden Smith tweet. It's pretty fantastic. Um, wait, wait, is that a real tweet from him? It is a honest to goodness tweet. That is uh, awful. <laughs> <laughs> that, like the fact that that ca- that thought came from a human being like and somebody greenlit it like you're just like yeah that's a thought that i want to put out there like tyler the creator tweeted him the other day just saying like yo dog this is pretty stupid <laughs> um, uh but there was um there's all kinds of stuff on there and also that's a place where most frequently, we give updates on the show. Uh, sorry for being a day late on this one. Uh, just logistics. Blame it on me. It works it's out. my fault. But <laughs> it was Drinkopoly's fault. It was. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that is the place where you're going to get updates about that. If you ever wonder where an episode is, take a look on there. Uh, you can also tweet at us at Ninjas vs Podcast and use the MVP hashtag. Jordan, do we have a tweet of the week? I'm looking. Well, while Jordan's looking, I want to bring up some stuff. This happened a while, uh, over a week ago, so it might be hard uh, to find it readily on the Twitter. But I just wanted to give a shout-out and let you guys know that chill underscore AE at Steez Low, 
who we talked about, who was playing uh, Raving Rabbits on his Connect with the MVP hashtag. That really was intended for us. He tweeted at us saying, got mentioned by Ninjas vs. Podcast. Much love, my brothers. And yes, this one is for you guys. Hashtag MVP, hashtag MVP, hashtag MVP. And then he also took a picture of him eating donuts and hashtag MVP. <laughs> so thank you so much. Uh, oh, and said, I'm going to let out my dog now. Thanks for the advice, coach. And thank you also to his friend, um, not Shannon Brown at Invader360, who said that Steezlo must feel famous being recognized by a podcast. Now, if only Mabim Bam would give me a shout out, my year would be complete. So you're, ha- you're well, not halfway there. An we're, eighth of the way there? We're comparable to them. In that You're on your are, way. We are three people who do a podcast, and they are three people who do a podcast. And we, That's really all, all of us counts. tell jokes, um, uh, <laughs> I think. So, not Shannon Brown. Way to go. And also, um, real quick shout out. I can't believe I missed this. I was looking through the, the Twitter verse, and I was also Googling us to see where we showed up on the Googles. But BYG Woof dot com uh gave us a shout out an entire article in august um ninjas versus podcast gives you the best advice you never knew you wanted and said some really really kind things about us and plugged us as people who actually answer your questions which is something we strive to do strive to do so thank you we also strive to do it we strive to do it so thank you so much byg wolf i would really like to know what you stand for so i'm going to click the about uh but jordan do you have a uh Tweet of the week for us. I just scrolled all the way down to where not Shannon Brown was. So uh, we're just going to go with another chill AE tweet since he loved it so much. He says, hashtag Mama Pope lives, hashtag MVP. (laughs) Oh, BYG woof stands for buzz your girlfriend. Woof from (laughs) Home Alone. They They have the eight second clip. Oh the, yeah, dude! I bell. love uh, I love Buzz, your girl. I forgot about that. Buzz, um, your girlfriend. Woof, woof. Kevin, do you have any dispatches from your Twitter experience? Uh, we have a new follower uh, coming up. We we just got them. They follow coming us up. On they're going to be following us soon. They swear. <laughs> they definitely no. They just followed us recently, and it's at Pet Coupon Saving. <laughs> So thank you so much, and thank Tyler, you to our new our, fans. Coup- our saving coupons. Or if Tyler, they're... do you have the spam of the week? Oh my gosh, I said I would do that. All right, you guys need to find stuff to stall with. Uh, thank you to our new likes on Facebook: Ryan Hammond, uh, Brandon Horst, Jamie Panel, another person that we don't know. I think she's in Colorado somewhere. And Alex Bannon, Alexander Bannon. Sorry, that's his professional name. Xander. He goes by Xander. He goes by Xander. So thank you, Xander Bannon. Uh, I'm gonna bring up the the thingy for the thingy. Xander Bannon. Um. Oh, big news on Dropsy. Uh, as we predicted, uh, they've hit their stretch goals. But also, this is huge. They just got signed to Devolver Digital for distribution. Those are the guys behind Hotline Miami, one of my favorite games of the year. Um, And then also the Serious Sam games and the new Vlambeer game, uh, Luftrausers, is from Devolver Digital. And they just got signed to it. You really don't pronounce anything in German, do you? My entire Uh, family uh, is German. I should be much better at it. Oh, God, we have 37,000 spam comments. That's awesome. <laughs> like that I haven't even looked at yet. 
Uh, uh. Well, most of these. Well, are now today. you know what you're doing on Thanksgiving. Now I know. Now I know. Um, but no, this is so exciting. Head over to Dropsy. Uh, they're going to be finishing up soon. And if you're in Florida, uh, here's looking at you, uh, Murph Murphy and the Dork Knight podcast. Um, they are doing a end of the Kickstarter live show where Jay's going to be playing some music and they're going to be having fun and celebrating, etc. And um, they're, uh, you, should, you should check it out. Speaking of Dork Knight, Jordan, you had something to share. Yeah, I'm on uh, is that episode, episode out yet, or is Dork it coming Night, out? And go, which won't be out probably until after Thanksgiving because apparently Murph takes a while to edit podcasts. So, um, and also uh, our spam of the week is on the episode that for some reason every spam bot loves commenting on episode twenty two, Sasuke Kun. And it is from... I want to go back and listen to that episode. Apparently, it was our most prolific episode. Yeah, I think it's just because it has three <laughs> exclamation points, and that's what spam bots look for. Um, it's from Malt Blobby Tog at myuggbootsclearance.com, who would like to say, All of designs are unique and even extraordinary. Could it be stable to have my early morning cup of joe while pregnant? <laughs> These villas accommodate all world-class <laughs> facilities and state-of-the-art services. So thank you so much, Malt Blobby Tog. And I think that covers everything. Look, Let me look at my show notes. We we shouted out Dropsy. We talked about Devolver. Um, head over to them on Kickstarter. Uh, thank you um, to everyone who's been following the show, rating us, reviewing us on iTunes. That's super helpful. Uh, but more than anything, just share the show with someone you like or love or hate. I don't know. Whatever. Do what you want. And our final question, this also comes to us from our Twitter, uh, tweeted at us by um, G-Unit Lawton, uh, who I wants to it. know. I scrolling through. <laughs> who wants to know. Ninjas. Oh, speed, final question. Speed round. Uh, ninjas versus theme. Ninjas versus the UN. Go. Um, he also sent a clarification because I asked him via Twitter whether it was uh, Kofi Annan UN or Ban Ki Moon UN, and he said definitely ban. Didn't didn't Ban Ki Moon sh- like sell art in in like Central Park recently? You're like thinking, of Banksy uh, thinking of Banksy Moon. I'm thinking of Banksy Moon, which I walked by one of his street arts. Oh wow! So that makes me famous. Yeah, yeah, way to go, Kevin. Um, Definitely Ban Ki-moon's UN because he knows uh, Sai. And so Sai's just going to gallop on over to those ninjas and, you know, give him the old old Korean hello, which is a stab Uh, in the face. And I will also vote for Ban Ki-moon's UN. Because if they get all up in uh, Banky Moon's face, he's just going to bring down the ban hammer. <laughs> um, and I'm going to go ahead and say trick question. Uh, trick question, uh, because the UN actually already are the United Ninjas. So it's just it's just going to be a Thanks, combination M. Night of Shyamalan. <laughs> What a twist! So thank you so much for joining us as ever. I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time, <coughs> that's let's, a pretty good let's one. Let's slip your dog. <laughs> Just clearing your throat. Yep.
Hey, I oh. recorded. Hold on, I just want to point out. I recorded this episode even though I have a hole and I did not complain. One second. Okay. Well, we can dance well. out hey, thanks, also Kevin is a huge baby. We're gonna bounce and shake our bodies. We'll be dead when we're all done. Aside from all the fun and games, we'll hit the ground. Let the grass scratch up our legs, and we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss. So he ate 12 pieces of pizza in a, in a pizza eating contest. Uh, did he large, win? Giant pieces of pizza. Yes, he did. He uh, won the contest. Yes, he did. Um, <laughs> what was his prize? Uh, well, nothing, got- because the next day we played Drinkopoly and he threw up. <laughs>